Mini Pearl impression. <laughs> We're going to go all country now or what? I can only do so much. <laughs> Bless her heart. She could get way up there. And, oh, yeah. And, but no. I'm <laughs> she, she's from an area where they have the hollering contest. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to be giggling about that for a while. <laughs> we won't be hollering, though. <laughs> uh, you you have tuned in to... Um, uh, what have we tuned to? I have to turn my coffee mug so I can see our, our logo. You've tuned into oh, boy. Co- <laughs> coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. I am one of your hosts, Pastor Chris Graverson, and I, my wonderful, lovely, and just amazing co-host, Miss Joyce <laughs> Adams, is with me. If I had an ego, it would be really pumped up right now. <laughs> I, I, I try to do that because I know I'm going to insult you later in the show. <laughs> yeah, give a little, take a little. Start yeah. off on a good time. <laughs> And if you uh, if you like this show, if, if this is the first time you've heard it, I hope you we hope you enjoy it. But at the same time, uh, if you've heard it before, please uh, go to Facebook, go to our Coffee Bacon and Other Sacred uh, Things uh, Facebook page, like and follow us there, like and subscribe to us on Podbean and on Spotify. We're working on on uh, what's it called the Apple yeah Apple Podcasts or whatever something like that. Yeah. Um, that just they're they're very finicky about. They want the approval process and stuff like that, and it, you know that's all good. Um, but if also if you have a, a subject that you want us to discuss, uh, go ahead and uh, message us on on our Facebook page, and we'll I'll see what I can do. And yes, <laughs> I have the gummy chicken feet that's, with me. That's the sound of chicken feet running. <laughs> chicken feet running, guys. I got that. Oh, they smell so good. They're actually quite good. Yeah, they are. I really like I mean, them. That the name of them is kind of off putting, but. Uh... <laughs> They are good. It's accurate because they are little yes, chicken little feet. Little miniature chicken little feet. Little miniature chicken feet. So, oh, I've got, oh, I guess you'd call it a funny but very frustrating story for Bear and me. Mm. Um, earlier this week, <laughs> this was, well, Bear is a protector. He's, you know, Great Pyrenees. They are, they're livestock and family protector dogs. So they bark. He barks at everything. He's actually been driving us nuts. I think he's going a little stir crazy because it's winter. We're not getting him out as much as we usually do. And so he's just barking at anything. But I was in the kitchen um, a few days ago in the morning and he started losing his mind. He's barking out the back window, and hackles are up all, I mean, straight up on his back, and he's just going nuts. I thought, okay, something's there. (laughs) This time it's for real, huh? Yeah. So I figured, okay, I'm going to go look. I looked out the window, and about... 15 feet. We live on at the bottom of a hill that go that, that we don't have a backyard. You're sort of in a basin. Yeah. And so we don't have a backyard, just the hill hits up. But about 15 feet from our uh, back window, here's this little cat, black and white cat, just sitting there all prim and proper, looking bare dead in the face. And <laughs> they do that, cats do. You know that. <laughs> Golly. Uh, poor bear he was gonna hurt himself <laughs> the cat was probably laughing in his own little kitty cat way 
I figured next time that happens, I'm just going to open the front door and let him tear out and see what happens. <laughs> but that time, this time, I just smacked the window. I said, get out of here. And so she, you know, in a very dignified yes. way, just gets up and walks away. Well, I feel like away. leaving anyhow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going anyway. Well, you talked about <laughs> Bear be- being a livestock and a people guardian. He's doing a good job because there's no wolves or coyotes or yep. foxes in your yard. We ain't got, well, we Maybe foxes. Lot, we have a lot less squirrels now than we used to. Which That's not all bad. When we moved into this, to the parsonage, it, it no one had lived here in about two years. So the place was absolutely overrun with squirrels and lizards and well they when they were fixing the house up for us to move in they pulled out two dead skunks from under the house Ew. yeah so they you it was just nuts with wildlife and it got better when we moved in simply because there was somebody here we had a dog that was not a protector he was old and cranky sweet but old and cranky um but now that bear's here Oh, I don't see it, very many lizards at all. And, and Frankie took care of the turkey problem. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> they okay. haven't been back. <laughs> so now we have to tell the story. See, you mentioned something. Like we have to, this is a Frankie story. This is my favorite Frankie story. Frankie is a gorgeous. She's he he is husky jo- and border dog. collie. Yeah, the a bo- husky border collie mix. And we had a flock of turkeys on on the church property, and which is no problem. Until they see themselves in the doors, in the glass of the doors, and they go up to the door and they're pecking at the door and they're pooping right on the the mats of the doors. And it's the middle of summer and it's just nasty. (laughs) So I was trying to figure out how to get rid of them. And, you know, I would stomp my feet enough that they would avoid me, but they wouldn't leave, you know. But then came the day we had gotten home from our radio show. Um, and, and Frankie was in the car with us. And so I got out and Joyce got out and Frankie got out and, and the turkeys were about 15, 25, eh, maybe 50 feet away from us at the most. And Frankie saw them turkeys and took off after them. And I'm so, it was like a shotgun. They went in all directions, flew, one flew. Flew, Yeah. And they they very seldom fly. Yeah. He was, he he was done. He was, he was out. Yeah. But all seven they of them have, left. They have not been back. We have never seen them <laughs> again. <laughs> Must have really done the job. Maybe I can rent my dog out. Turkey herder. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I, to, to, to kind of get to what our our what the main subject is that we're talking about today. Um, if you if you tuned in, if you've listened to our the two previous uh, weeks, we did a, a two part episode um, of a. Uh, an interview with our sweet um, Corinna. Uh, your your she's Joyce is her crazy aunt, and I'm her dad, <laughs> and uh, I'm a crazy dad. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it's funny because uh, we had named we had de- decided the title was going to be a pastor and his uh, queer child, which was completely accurate, just very boring. So it so I changed the title and people were kind of thrown off by this. I changed the title to I'm so glad my child is gay and not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very true. <laughs> Just somewhat less trouble being yeah. gay than she would be if she were vegan. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, but vegans irk me. Oh, well, it, they're so picky. There's hardly anything they can eat <clears throat> in the first place and 
you know. I think that's, I think a lot of it is, I, I have a good buddy that's uh, a pastor in San Francisco, and he and his uh, wife went vegan for health reasons, mm-hmm. strictly for health reasons. Um, and he noted, he doesn't talk about it that much, it's just how they live, but he's noted how difficult it is to be a vegan. You sure. just got to be so careful. And you have to ask, if you go to a restaurant, if it's not a vegan restaurant, he says, basically, if you're if you're going to a, a restaurant and it's not a vegan restaurant, then it's more hassle than it's worth. Yeah. Because you've got to ask so many questions and, and make sure this, this, and this. And, and you know, they've lost uh, a ton of weight and they've, uh, they feel better than they ever have. They're healthier mm-hmm. than they've ever been. Um, so that's a good I, thing for them. I wish I could be vegan, but I just, I'm not strong enough. You know, yeah. I love eggs and cheese and butter and, you know, that's all. No, you can't have any animal products at all. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I feel kind of, you know, like I should be eating this stuff. Yeah. And, well, what's funny is every once in a while I look at one of those, uh, the, the meat companies that you can buy a subscription to. Mm-hmm. But because of you, I only look at the ones that say humanely raised and and dispatched, mm-hmm. and there's only maybe two of them that I've found that actually say that. Because I think, okay, uh, even though, I mean, I'm gonna eat meat no matter what, but I feel better if I know it's humanely raised and and humanely um t- you know taken care of. Um, but also I know there's a better chance of you actually eating it with me if I. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If you went to say you you know somebody who breeds cattle for for uh, slaughter, mm-hmm. and you bought a cow or pig mm-hmm. directly from them, and they had slaughtered it and had it packaged in the meat, you know, would never have to look at the animal. Yeah, and um, that would be a, a nice, clean way to eat meat because they're not fed antibiotics and all that stuff yeah. that they feed growth hormones. I don't want it in my body, but yeah. I, that's not why I didn't. Stop eating meat for health reasons. I stopped eating meat because of the cruelty to animals. Yeah. But if you purchase it, you know, from a, uh, my ex brother in law, he bought they bought a a pig, and uh, I think they split it with someone because it's a lot of meat. Yeah, it's a lot of meat, and uh, it was you know absolutely wonderful. It didn't taste anything like the store stuff. You know, it's all yeah. fresh and juicy, and you know, no nothing was added to it. Well, now that we've gone down that rabbit hole, yes. that's our first of the day. <laughs> Go back to what we were talking. That's another reason why I like to write out what we want to talk about because then I have something to go back to. <laughs> I am the greatest digressor in the world. <laughs> I, you be both, babe. <laughs> but um, uh, the the I, I was I was thinking that the whole you know changing the title it was less a change of title and more just a statement. <laughs> I'm so glad my child is gay. It was just another poke at me, you know, <laughs> just another needle. <laughs> But it's and plus, uh, I, I what I really wanted to do is talk about a few things that we talked about with Corinna, um, and clarify. I, and I have to admit, um, I stammered so much on, in, during that interview. Partially, I think because Corinna and I play off each other, and we're constantly going down rabbit holes. And mm-hmm. you tried to keep us, <laughs> but there was just no help. <laughs> Um, I, I had my own rabbit hole I was going yeah. at the time. No, I, you know, it, it was kind of a different dynamic there yeah. with, with Corinna. But it was it was wonderful, and, yeah. and, and they are a, an amazing kid. Uh, yeah. And so, but it's it's unfortunate that in the church today, 
it seems like you have to be one way or the other. You you either love the LGBTQ plus community or you, or you completely exile them and and push them away. And you know, I said on the on the uh, during the interview that. Brenda and I were approached by people and said, you know, why are you even tolerating, you know, your child? You know, why are why just push them, you know, shun them is what I, that, that's the word I use. Yeah. Shun them and get them away. And, you know, I couldn't do that to one of if my, if one of them turned out to be an axe murderer, I don't know if I could necessarily shun them. I'd turn them in, <laughs> but I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's you can't turn off the love. If you're a true loving parent, you can't turn that off. Yeah, and because of some, you know, I I won't say minor, but some, you know, thing that they've decided in their life that that's what they are. That's who they are. Yeah, and I and I think in the church with the LGBTQ plus community, and that's the best I'm going to say. I, I I prefer to say just the gay community. Um, but um, if you're not condemning them, then you are condoning everything they are and you're condoning sin and all this kind of stuff. And no, you're not. It, it You love the person. And it means... it. I told the story about when Corinna and I went to the sushi, uh, sushi restaurant and I asked this young person their pronouns. Here's an old white guy with a white beard <laughs> and out of the blue, he asks... The, he asks them their pronouns, and it turns out their pronouns were them, they. And you should have seen their face light up because it just, it means, it's, it's a show of respect. Right. And that's not condoning anything. And it's not my job to condemn people. I always say that, and that's such a weird thing for people to hear a pastor say. It's not my job to tell who's going to hell and who's not. It's not my call. Praise God, it is yes. not my call. My responsibility is to preach the word of God. And without apology, I preach the word of God. If somebody wants to ask me what that, you know, what I think or what the Bible says about, um, you know, the, the gay relationships and all that, I'll tell them, you know, the Bible says no to homosexual sex, period. Doesn't, it doesn't make any differentiations and there's no, there's no accommodation for same sex marriage, period, in scripture. So... That's what I'm going to say all the time. But all these proscriptions are come down from the Old Testament. No, 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 no. There, uh, Paul reiterates them in the in the New Testament. There's, I'm not. I don't think there's controversy. People are trying to make controversy about being picky about what it means and what it doesn't. Um, all I'm going to, all I think with that is, there's two thousand years of biblical interpretation and and tradition and the greatest spiritual minds in history all agree on that the interpretation is same-sex sexual acts are sinful. I can't do anything about that. I'm not condemning. I'm telling you what the, what the word says. And I, I agree with the word. I, I, um, I believe the, the word of God. Um, but I also believe the word of God when um, Jesus said, in Matthew 22, verses 37 to 40, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So you love first, 
And it, it kills me. There's so many, so many in the church that, you know, they don't want anything to do with them. They, they're not welcome in the church. And um, I heard, I read an article and it just drove me nuts. And I think I could pull it up on my phone. I think I have it saved. But um, there's a, <laughs> I have to say, there's a church in Florida. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> it's, instead of Florida man, it's Florida church. No, there's a, <laughs> I have to laugh about it or I'm going to cry. Uh, there's a, a mega church in Florida that is forcing their members to sign an anti-LGBTQ plus statement. Now, I what bothers me most is as you read the article, you you and you can watch the video that the the pastor says he treats all uh, LGBTQ people as if they are part of a conspiracy. They're the ones that want to ruin our way of life. And yes, there are some very politically minded activist LGBTQ people out there. And they have the right to do that. 99% of the people in this country that are that are part of the LGBT community, they're just trying to live their life. Exactly. Just, just like yeah. you and me. Yeah. And um, so he's... He is demanding that that they sign this, or they're no longer a member of the church. That is wrong on so many. What levels. gave him the right to make that judgment like that? Because and he's to, the pastor, and to try to force other people to yeah. go along with him. Oh yeah, I told Brenda, <laughs> and this sounds funny. I could walk into that church and walk out of that church, screaming every filthy word that I could ever think of, and I guarantee you, I would be more right with God than that than I right. think that pastor is right now. Well, a lot of the thing is, you know, the, or their sexual preferences, but the sex act itself, it's nobody's business what you do in the privacy of your home. It, it, is, even, it is God's. It yes, is God's. It's God's, but yeah. that's between yeah. you and, and your God. But they paint this horrible, demonic picture of, of gay people, mm -hmm. especially gay men, that they're just monsters, you know, and they're out predatory and they're having wild sexual orgies and all that and that's not really true they're yeah. they're you and me and doctors and lawyers and and you know nice people and family people and at least it, if nothing else we're sure you could be sure about is that there's no more there's no greater percentage of uh of the gay community having orgies constantly than there are of the uh, heterosexual community having orgies constantly yes. and there are people that do both sure but absolutely which is just, just well I would never. No, not going there. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's no. Thank you. See, look, I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah, it's commendable. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the brakes are on. <laughs> I thought they were out of commission permanently. The, the Lord is working. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just get so fed up with people making judgments like that and condemning people for who they are. Yeah, and and it's one thing when. Um, when we give a membership class in our in the Nazarene Church, that um, we tell people this is what we believe. Mm -hmm. If you can agree with that or at least comply to it, then that's wonderful. If you don't, then you don't. You it's it's your choice. And he's in his. I'm sure in a way he thinks he's doing that same thing, but he's demanding conformity. And so nobody who thinks any different, who has any ideas, is is welcome at that church. And I have a feeling they're going to lose a lot of, of members um, just because of 
what he is expecting. They might agree with the statement. Yeah. I might agree. I, I didn't read. They didn't post the whole statement that they're supposed to sign. Um, and I might agree with the majority of it. But the fact that you're forcing me yes. to sign it, no, stick it in your ear. And I, a no. good percentage of those those parishioners have a daughter, a son, a nephew, a niece, a, a cousin, a, a neighbor, a friend who who is LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. So that has to pop into their mind. You know, am I condemning these people? Am yeah. I saying that they're really horrible people? Well, and and I know several pastors um, over the course of the last several years who were staunch they were like this this guy um against lgbt preaching that they're going to hell and all that kind of stuff and then their child comes out as gay and all of a sudden their theology completely changes Mm -hmm. and i assure you this was my theology my theology hasn't shaken at all i believed beforehand that before our church even just just started discussing it that the the same sex attraction and the bisexual attraction all that kind of stuff that's not a sin that's that's simply who they are 99.9% of the people that they uh that that talk about it say they've almost always felt this way there are some who have experimented and moved themselves over to that side okay i don't know what to do with that yeah. but the people who've always felt that way and and Corinna said that they've always, they always kind of, they knew something was different about them. Yeah. And so, you know what? It just, it's not a, it's, if that's the way they are, they're not doing anything. They're not committing an act by, by attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, I see a pretty girl walking down the street and I think, wow, she's beautiful. That's not a sin. Yeah. And no more is if I'm, well, I've been known to admit, what's that guy's name? The the guy that plays on SWAT that used to be on uh, on uh, Colonel Wines, the handsome black guy with the smile that lights up. Oh man, he's good looking. Yeah, well, I, I admire beautiful women. <laughs> yeah, I told you our guest that was coming two weeks ago was she's a beautiful. You know, yeah, should be a pleasure to look at, and you know, and she's very intelligent, very you know. Nice, also, but um, I can admire beauty in a woman. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I have no. You know, that's that, there's there's nothing there's no sin in, sin in that. The and, act of yeah. the the sex act. Yeah, the sex act of same sex is is a sin, just like the the sex act between a man and a woman outside of marriage exactly. is a sin. Right. So you can't argue with that. But so much of it, like Corinna and many many other people, I myself had a lot of gay friends. Mm-hmm. She feels more comfortable in that that community. She, she's at more at ease, and they have more in common. Well, uh, and and with her friends, it's the it's the people who have most accepted her, just, just as, as she is. is, right? And you know that that's that says a lot, mm-hmm. you know. But um, so, I am the parent of an LGBTQ plus child, and I love them. It took me a while to get there. It, no, it didn't. We never, we didn't, we didn't handle it the best. I didn't handle it the best way, um, but we never stopped loving, loving Corinna. Uh, she, I hope she never felt like we we had stopped or our love for her was less or compromised. What I noticed when God restored our relationship, what I had realized is I was pulling away from her more because I didn't know how to deal with it, and I was. 
I don't know. There was just something. There was a there was a distance between us that mm-hmm. we that I had not that never had before this whole thing, and that's what God restored was that closeness. And I still drive her up the wall, <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys have a unique and she, uh, wonderful relationship. She's a snot. <laughs> and oh, just for the record, at the risk of going down another rabbit hole, she accused me, and you accused me during that interview. That I was not the hardliner when they were younger. Brenda backs that up 100%. I was the hardliner. And, you know, my thought was, no, you clean your plate or you don't you get. No. And she was the one. Who, oh, just let him do this. <laughs> the, the biggest difference is funny. Whenever she took them shopping, if we went to Walmart or whatever, they had asked for stuff. She had to have a reason not to buy them something. I had to have a reason to buy them something. So they're going with me, and Dad, can we get this? Can we do Why do you need that? I, 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 I don't know. Okay, then shut up. Get away from me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the main thing I want to say, if, if, if you don't hear anything else, because if you are the parent of an LGBTQ plus child, um, whether they're queer or non-binary, um, I want to tell you, I know exactly how you feel. Um, first thing is love your child. I understand the disappointment and the confusion that you're feeling. You're looking at this child thinking, oh, you know, they're not, she's not who I thought she was, or he's never, he's not going to be ever who I thought he was or anything like that. Again, they are still your child. They're, they are still, their likes and dislikes and their thoughts and their, the things that you loved about them before are the same. And, or I should say so much of it. And they also need your acceptance and yeah. your, to know that they're still loved. Yeah. And just love them unconditionally. Pray with them and pray for them. Please pray with your kids. Pray for understanding with your kids. When it, especially when it comes, and sometime, someday we'll maybe discuss the whole non-binary issue more in depth and stuff like that. Um, but I think the biggest problem for most of us in understanding, because I mean, I've talked to so many people, they have no, they have no clue what this whole non-binary thing is and, and the they, them pronouns as what, you know, that kind of stuff. I think the problem is we have no reference point for that. I never struggled with my sexuality when I was a kid. I never struggled when I grew, was growing up about whether I was a, a, a male or female. And 99.9 people in our generation never did. Just you were you were born a girl. That's how you were raised, and you, you know, that's who you were. And so now all of a sudden, this this torrent of young people are saying, "Oh yes, I'm." I don't know what I am, or yeah. I thought I was this and now I'm this. And we got no reference point for that. Exactly. And and so it's really hard to understand when you have no reference point. Yeah. And so. And with the young, young people that are experiencing these things, it's a very honest way of, of they're examining their very inner core. You know, what yeah. am I? And that's hard. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I wish more kids would turn to their parents before they come out. Um, and say, you know, I'm struggling with this. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, this is how I feel. Um, how many parents would be uh, open to that, though, and not say, shut up, you're, you're a girl, you're, you're a boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, that, that's a risk. 
that mm. whenever you make yourself vulnerable, that's a risk. It depends on what kind of relationship you yeah. have with your parents. Um, I, I, I wish Brent, I wish Corinna would have come to at least Brenda, um, or and or me. Um, I, no, I, th- I wish she would have come to Brenda. Uh, I don't know how I would have reacted. I, I was probably still of that mind of just dismissing it. And oh, you're just being ridiculous, um, or something like that. But she that. was she was searching. She was yeah. you know, not so, confirmed either way or whatever. She was, she was yeah. just searching for who she was. So, but parents, they're still your your child. It doesn't matter. Their 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 sexuality doesn't change the fact that you know they're still the same kid that you raised, that you changed their diapers, that you took care of them when you're sick. Corinna is still the same child that we prayed for for six months because she had a narrowing of her aorta when she was six months old and our entire church prayed that, um, uh, that he would take that away. Cause they, they said, wait six months and we'll take another X-ray. And if it's, if it gets any worse, then we have to have surgery. So she was looking at being a year old and having open heart surgery. And we prayed for a year and the Lord just took it away. And the doctor said, how many times this never happens. It, ne- they never grow out of it. Thing. Yep, but see, you ain't got God on your side. <laughs> I get get my John Wayne chest sticking out there, you know. But you know, sh- but they're the same kid, and absolutely, I, I love her just as much. And so I, but I will also tell you if if you're if you're struggling with it, talk to your pastor. I and again, this is kind of you're kind of a crapshoot. Hopefully, you have a good loving. Um, pastor who may not understand everything, but at least is going to love you and love your child through it and, and, and pray for you and pray with you. But I also say, do some research. As soon as you, as soon as they say anything to you, grab a book, there's books, there's articles, there's podcasts and, and read them on both sides, Mm -hmm. read them for and against, because you need to get a, a solid picture of this. Just you know, you got to have more information to be able to deal with this. And absolutely, if you, uh, this is another thing you can message us on Facebook if you have, um, if you want some books, uh, some suggestions. I, I've got a, a ton of books from that conference that we went to that we talked about during the interview. Um, some wonderful books, and that sort of opened your eyes to the whole situation. Yeah, it did, and and I will honestly say I've read I've read a lot of them, and I don't agree with all of them. I don't agree with with their pers- their theological perspective on it, and 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 not. There are some things I don't agree with. Um, but that's okay, you know. It's just it that that's how they feel, and that's what they think the Lord. That's how they feel the Lord is leading them. And I got this over here, and I think the Lord is leading me this way. It it, it shouldn't matter that we disagree on things like that. What the problem? What the thing is? We're all still one family. We're all still the body of Christ. And that's what's most important. And did I mention to pray? <laughs> bear's mentioning again. <laughs> yeah, Bear's mentioning. Pray. And don't pray that God just takes this away or something. Pray that God works in your child to to work through this and, and, um, and that works in you to understand this, to walk your child through this. And if they decide, again, you know, Oh, I have to. Oh, I got to tell. <laughs> There's a rabbit hole we got to go down. <laughs> um, but uh, if they if they're if they come out and they've labeled it, it's it. You just have to live with it, and you have to live with their decisions. Um, do not 
cut them out of your life because they've decided to live this way. Um, it's, it's, it's sad, but I did want to tell you, here's an update and this might throw a monkey wrench into everything we just said. No, I will say this. Corinna had their first date this past, um, uh, uh, Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, Sunday. It's it, it's so funny the way it worked out that I had told her very honestly, told them very honestly when because they talked about getting on a dating app because all the guys that they meet at school they're either horribly immature and and you know worthless sacks of dog meat or they're taken. And she had a crush on this one guy and, oh, she was crushed on him so hard and then found out that he's got a girlfriend for the last two years. And, you know, so, okay. But she said, that's what I'm just going to get on dating app. And she put in non-binary, queer, you know, that stuff. And she matched with this one young man at a school about an hour away from her school. And they talked and they really hitting it off. And so he was in a play. So uh, Corinna and the roommate went to the, the play on Sunday and then hung out with them for about an hour afterwards. There is no other word to describe my child other than Twitterpated. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they called, oh, that's it! Oh, that's it! She was talking a mile a minute. God love her. <laughs> it was so funny. Well, she didn't date when she was here in school. Yeah. Probably for lack of any lack of, suitable yeah. people to date. And so she's kind of all new at this game. Yeah, she's very. It, the, but I'm the, glad she found somebody that, because dating app is a crapshoot in itself. Oh, you know? golly. When you well, said yeah, that, I thought, oh, my. We cautioned her. We, I mean, she got the full lecture from her mother and me about all do everything safe in public and, and yada, yada, yada. But this is someone who's vetted. You know, he's in a play. Yeah. She knows the play. She, you know. But when she first told us that she was getting on a dating app and she had put labeled herself non-binary bisexual queer whatever um i told her flat out i said i would rather you date a cis male if 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 you find yourself attracted to a cis male i would rather you date that and she said her response was basically dad you get what you get (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't expect anything else that's sort of like it it is what it is (laughs) but the the funniest part Okay, if you listen to the interview, you kind of understand Corinna's and my relationship. (laughs) So she called her mom on Snapchat uh, video call about, I think, two days later and saying, oh, I got a match and he's this and this. And And I was about three feet away. And so I'll pull away from the microphone. I I said, is he trans? (laughs) (laughs) And she immediately, no. (laughs) This is who we are. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you love us or hate us. That's who we are. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't cause any trauma because she, she's your kid. She, you know? <laughs> yeah, she, she knew that was coming. I mean, <laughs> she had to know that was coming. But we, you know, God restored our relationship. And if you are dealing, if you're a parent of a of a gay kid and you're dealing with the same thing. God can do the same thing with you, but you have to be open to it. Both of you have to be open to it, or they can. He can work in your heart, and your and will gradually soften your heart, your child's heart to you. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know the well, dynamics. God loves your child. 
Yeah. So yeah, God loves both of you. Yes. He, he he doesn't love you any less because you're the parent of a gay kid, and he doesn't love your gay kid any less than he did before. So you know, I'm I standly I I firmly stand on the fact that I am much more concerned about my sweet daughter's uh, my sweet child's um, relationship with Christ than I am with about them being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you know I, there. You don't go to go to hell because just because you're gay. You go to hell because you don't have a relationship with Jesus. And if anybody wants to argue with me that, I'll fight. I'll fight you because I believe that in my heart. And she seems to be just fine in that respect. Yeah. The 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 part she struggles with the most, I think, is dealing with the church's reaction to who she is. And um, that's hard. And that colors her it, unfortunately, she's, she allows it sometimes to color her, her picture of who God is. And um, that's why it's so important for us to be loving and to be accepting, because God does love. And, and we're the only God sometimes that, the, that people see. So, oh, all right. I've rambled long enough. <laughs> But um, so, it, like I said, message us on, on the Facebook uh, page and I'll tell you what I can and I'll pray for you. Um, well, you have experience and I'm sure there's a lot, a lot, a lot of parents that are experiencing the same thing as you. Yeah. And to have somebody that can, it's been through it, that could talk about it with you. It's very valuable. Yep. Well, I promise that next episode we will get back to our usual irreverence. <laughs> and be just as screwball as we usually are. Yes. But until then, this is coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. And remember that God, God smiles when he sees you. <laughs>